Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Dub, James, and Tyler. Hey everybody, welcome into the Dynasty Happy Hour. That is right, Doug is not here. He will for sure be back next week. He is taking care of a couple things, but uh, in his seat, I will be here because we're going over the NFC East. So I figured I would just go over the teams and give James, who is the entrepreneur of the NFC East, he is the the person you, the go-to person for the NFC East to say, uh, to say it lightly, pretty much, because you do know your stuff about the NFCs. Hey, mark it down. Gave James a compliment. Holy crap. <laughs> We're starting off this with a compliment? Oh, boy. Uh, this is going to be a great episode. You know, Pat McAfee has Feel Good Friday. It's been a Feel Good Sunday. It's been a good day, good weekend. We are getting hit with a ton of rain, so I'm hoping to get this done before we get hit with a major, major rainstorm. We have gotten hit pretty hard up here. But, James, how are things over in your neck of the woods? Well, when it rains, it pours, Tyler. Uh, I can't believe that we're we're here. We're doing the NFC East. Um, I'm happy that it's kind of like the last divisional breakdown that we have to do before we get back into our usual fun routine of uh, dynasty fantasy football. But I had my son the entire day yesterday. The wife was away on a bachelorette party. And man, two-year-olds are nonstop. I'm learning this firsthand. It is wild. You know what you should do? You should have uh, a girl who is nonstop that is almost four, a six-year-old that is nonstop, and a nine-year-old that is almost nonstop. And then it's just like you're drowning. I mean, I I do not like to drink caffeine. That's that's like one of those things. I had a ton, didn't you? And I didn't have any yesterday, and I felt like the withdrawal from caffeine – and the fact that I had to put the extra effort into chasing this kid around, man, I was I was done by like three o'clock. I was burnt. Hey, you know what? Tip of the cap to you and everybody who had their kids and tip of the cap to everybody that went to the expo. We were very sad we missed it. But hey, yes. you know, you never know. DHH is hoping to make it back there very, very soon. We're we're hoping we can get there again. Oh, I'm gone. Um, I'm gone. <laughs> Even if even if I actually don't go to Canton, I'm taking that week off next year. That's that's it. fair. That is fair. Um, I mean, it's not that far of a drive, but it'd be a, a long drive for me. Sixteen hours, so sixteen. Uh, it's about nine for me. So yeah, it's still pretty long. But I know a lot of people took the drive, and uh, good for them. It looked like it was a good turnout. And Des Bryant was there. That's yeah. that looked fun. Catching um, passes, signing autographs. But you know what? If you're on your flight back from Canton, or if you're just still at home. Thanks for giving us a listen. Give us a subscribe on YouTube and uh, a like, a review. We love the reviews. We like reading them. Um, I know one of the negative reviews we just recently got was about Kendra Miller. I saw he got hurt today with oh, a sprained knee. Yeah. Um, that that kind of sucked because he he just, if he stays healthy, his talent can grow. But the thing is, like, he just seems to always interesting. Get hurt. It's the same knee as that got hurt in the Fiesta Bowl, right. and we wondered why. You know, we were a little hesitant in the uh, off season about Kendra Miller. Hmm. I mean, we can't predict injuries. I'm not going to say that we called this 
we we are still like he's still 20 years old he's still he's super young my issue was he's raw he's a very raw running back almost like lamar miller coming out of the u what what he looked like was like hey that's lamar miller because lamar miller was explosive athlete just didn't know how to quote unquote run the ball like he couldn't find the hole but he ultra talented so hopefully he can get healthy and show that talent yeah but, i um, mean the 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 word out of camp is that he was actually doing a great job. So hats off to him. Uh, we hope that he comes back soon. I am still taking him in like the last round of my redrafts. Yes. And um, so before we get into it, I do want to hit our sponsor underdog and underdog is a great platform. Uh, you can go on best balls right now before the season starts. Uh, the parlays will start very soon, which are always fun. Doug and I's favorite. And I know James, you hit some parlays too. Oh, James yeah. is probably, you know, elbow deep into best balls. How many have you done? Uh, about 20. Yeah. And that's the thing about underdog. You know, if you're going to do 20, guess what? You can do 20 by throwing a hundred dollars in, you get a hundred dollars back. That is more than 20. If you just want to throw $5 entry, 25, you can go for the big dogs, $25, hundred dollar entries. Like you can do that. If you use code DHH, you enter in a hundred dollars into your account. You'll get that hundred dollars back or you could just do 20. Hey, twenty dollars, you can get twenty back. Like that's that's the best part about it is you don't need to go all in. You can just dip your toe in and get some money back and into playing because the season's coming up. So you might as well do it because it's going to happen anyway. So you might as well do it now. And once again, use code DHH and get that full return back. All right, I I just want to give you guys a review of the preseason. I know it was a huge huge week. So all rookie quarterbacks sucked. They're all busts. That's what I saw. Uh, <laughs> play, player profiler pretty much said Quentin Johnson can't catch because he had an over-the-shoulder, uh, you know, had to pretty much turn his body around type catch. So he can't catch, apparently, even though he caught a touchdown. Oh, like the catch that Kyle Pitts dropped in training camp? Yes. Because he had to turn around? Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so apparently Quentin Johnson's a bust. Let me see here. Um, all Zay these... Flowers. Zay Flowers is terrible. Zay Flowers is terrible. Yeah. Um, all these rookie running backs that were drafted, six round or undrafted, are all hits. They're all slams. They're all happening. <laughs> They're all the next big thing. That's happening. Um, let me see here. Trey Lance uh, threw an interception that became a touchdown. Now, yeah. I will say he did not look great. He did no, not look like he's better. No, uh, I wish I could have gotten rid of him. I should have sold tough. while I had the chance. I, you know, surprisingly, I have he was one, one of my share. most rostered player. He's right there with Herbert, and I actually dropped him down to I think like three, and those three I think are single quarterbacks. So I got out, even though I was a fan. And um, yeah, that looks that's tough. That's a super tough. I mean, the guy hasn't played football in so long. Um, is there anything you kind of want to hit on for this preseason? I'm I'm trying to think back. I mean, Cordell we, Patterson is I mean, ahead we can of get into, <laughs> We can get into the news and, and kind of like play the tea leaves off of that a little bit. Um, some signings in the Raiders. Uh, I'll mention that Damian Williams gets signed by the Raiders this care. week. It's a body. Yeah. yeah but see here. Here it is, Tyler. And this this is why we don't care about Damian Williams individually. But from a team standpoint, it means that they are preparing to go the season without Josh Jacobs, which is big news for the dynasty community. Obviously, a top five running back and more news into the Zamir White uh, picture. He looked good today, man. 
And I hear great things coming out of camp. You know, he set pretty much, I think he took, what, 20 snaps last year? Did well, not really run played, the ball. He ran a lot in this preseason game. His yeah. his average wasn't great. Like, he is a volume play. And that's what we all thought was He was taking some chunks. He was taking some chunks. I saw him on a first down to go for nine yards. I'm okay with him. Um, like, just mentioning best ball. I'm grabbing him in the late, late last round of my best ball drafts that's right fair. now. and picking him up off of waivers if he's there on for dynasty and or adding him in uh to any trades that i'm doing yeah i do want to say like um going to the denver game it looks like adam troutman is actually the tight end you want greg <laughs> dolchich did not play hardly at all like uh. it's a it's a bad look for dolchich and cecil Lamy even said dolchich is not it he just he's he's a he's a guy and that's the hardest part like it, sean payton has a certain style and Dolchich, he, he can't Troutman's block. it. Troutman, Troutman Troutman's it. going to be the guy and you're not going to want him. Like that's where we're probably at here. Um, Russell Wilson, I don't think looked particularly good at all. No. And neither did Jerry Judy. The first pass that he got thrown, he uh, dropped it. That's which, the thing. like, that's the thing. And then Jerry, he came back and scored a touchdown. Jerry Judy, yards. Jerry Judy also has uh, a history with drops. I mean, we are, we're talking about Jamar Chase style, like hits on Twitter, like well the X app. People, let's stop with this. Let's just wait till the year's over with. Then we can start thinking like, hey, this rookie's this. Like Anthony Richardson threw a bad interception. C.J. Stroud threw a bad interception. Bryce Young, he got he got he got hit four times. Like hit hard, but I, I think he was it, safe. I think the whole thing, the whole narrative should be first off, it is preseason. Yes, they're okay. You'd things. rather to see them throw an interception now than in the regular season. Does it mean that they're going to throw 10, 15 interceptions in the, in the regular season? No, it does not. I'd rather see them make the mistakes now and correct them with three weeks left of training camp. However, <laughs> however, some of the receivers like um, Tank Dell needs to be put on under a spotlight you mean because... wide receiver two in dynasty now yeah oh yeah wide receiver two tank Dell. <laughs> it's yeah. jefferson then tank Dell. everybody that's apparently <laughs> uh and once again if you're on the x app and you're following anybody in the fantasy community this is not the time to follow the advice like this is hype season right now this is monkey see monkey do type stuff echo um, chamber jsn you haven't heard much from him other than those you know practice catches because he didn't really do much in this game and that's okay like it what was i going to say there's there's a player that popped off this week and oh justin fields three for three two oh, yeah. touchdowns and 175 yards the funny thing, yards, two, the funny thing is passes. it's like all the people that are for justin fields just showing up like hey this is efficient this is what you want to see and then the people that hate Justin Fields are like, oh, look at the air yards. It's like, come on, guys. Like, stop with this cat and mouse dog fight. Like, this is dumb. Like, it doesn't matter. It uh, doesn't. I watched, I watched the plays that mattered in that game. And DJ Moore looked good. Yes. Khalil Herbert looked great. Yep. Roshan looked great. Yeah. Like this, the thing that I got he used from to work this, on his pass block. This offensive line is way better like that's a huge plus that's the biggest plus i took from this is chicago's offensive line actually looked better and they're actually getting the ball out of justin fields hands quicker that's what i want to see because you know yes. what i don't want this guy getting hit thousand times this year yeah like see we got to look at things like that we can't sit here and say negative things i mean 
the Raiders, or let's go to the Lions, I should say. Jameer Gibbs, awesome. Looked great. Electric. Looks like he's getting involved in the pass game. Jameson Williams, fast. Hey, who had a case of the dropsies? Jameson Williams. He had six targets and three catches. Like, he had some bad drops in there, too. And then you you add in Sam Laporta there where, you know, he has made all the news in training camp and didn't get one pass. Yeah, Kincaid didn't look great. Like, James Cook looked awesome. Awesome. He looked <laughs> he looked electric. He looked fast. And you know what? I it's happening. I, yeah, I'm, buddy. Here that's it goes. The one, that's the one person where I have not left the bandwagon. I got a hard time all last year for drafting him early. Yeah, early. that's because you reached. I mean, I did. And now, <laughs> right now, like, yeah, I mean, I You were reaching in the, I took in him the mid, Chris Olave. mid first round. Chris Olave. Right area. where Chris Olave was. And, uh, and honestly, I'd probably rather have Chris Olave, even though I don't know if he's gonna be you know, elite, even though everybody says he is, but I'm still happy with where I got him. Like 108. Sure. Give me that. I'll take that. And people are taking Jameson Williams ahead of him. I think he'd rather have James Cook right now than Jameson Williams. Yeah. Uh, Any, anything else that I really missed about the preseason Atlanta's defense is great, which is going to really help Bijan's numbers because they're going to be like, it looks like they're going to have some turnovers. They just signed, the Canadian Football League, I think, or the U.S. Football League, they signed their defensive player of the year at linebacker. Really? So they actually cut uh, high profile, like Makai Walker. They cut to sign this guy. Like hmm. He's going to get some playing time, defensive player of the year for them. So uh, this is, is it's an exciting time of year. It's fun to watch these younger players and a lot of the guys that you picked up, uh, like uh, the running back for Denver, M- McLaughlin, McLaughlin or something like that. McLaughlin. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody who knows who I'm talking about. He's Chase something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then no idea. there's, there's uh, the running back for the Chargers who looked super quick. Um, what's his name? Doxton. Oh. Josh Doxson? No. no, not Josh Doxson. You're talking about Isaiah Spiller? No, Spiller did have a touchdown call back. It's like Elijah Doxson or something like that. Number huh. 42 for them. And the one guy that I was super happy looked great. Amazing. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn's happy, yeah. people. And you guys can't turn or, turn away from it because we're going to get into him a little bit today. Super, yeah, he's super productive. Like, yeah, he's happening. He's a thing. I don't care how tall he is. This guy is electric. All right. Speaking of electric trophy smack, if you guys all went on the X app today or yesterday or any day, they were popping on the X app. You could see pictures, videos, and everything of their booth at the expo. They were showing up and showing off. They had the belts for the bag tournaments. They had rings for the fantasy uh, flag football tournament, whatever they had. They had everything there. Whatever you want. Mini helmets. Mini helmets. Like, it's awesome. And you know what? If you want to go get one of those things, if you weren't at the expo and you saw pictures, go ahead. It's super easy. Just go to trophysmack.com, type in a code DHHRING, and you know what? You get a trophy and you get a free $60 ring with a purchase of a belt or trophy. I had a friend come up to me. He goes, hey, those trophies that you have are sweet. I want one for my league. Where do I go? I typed in the, the website, and he goes, these are actually really good priced. And I said, yeah, they are. And he's like, I've looked at other websites. They're just crazy high, $200 plus. These won't break your bank. Like These are nice trophies for a great price. And you can get your $60 ring for free. 
with code DHH ring. It's a very sturdy ring. It's heavy. You can get a case for it, a glass case like I do for Doug and I's Trade Addicts title. It's very nice. And you can customize your belt. James, ha- James has a customized belt with the Swedish chef. Shirty, fruity. Fruity, fruity, fruity. Get your belt, per. Yes. And you have to. I should get a beaker one. Oh, man. I love beaker. But, yeah, go to trophysmack.com once again. Use code DHHRING for that free championship ring when you purchase your belt and trophy. Because you're going to anyways. Just like the underdog, you're going to do this anyways. You might as well just do it now. All right, James, let's get into this real, real quick. And we're going to start off with the commanders. Now, I'm going to go over their depth chart. And uh, you're kind of going to give me the rundown of what you think. All right. So, at quarterback, we have uh, Sam Howell, starter, look good. Jacoby Brissett, backup, look good. Jake Fromm, the State Farm insurance man behind him. At running back, we have Brian Robinson, a year removed from the the unfortunate incident that he had. Antonio Gibson, Chris Rodriguez, Jonathan Williams, Jared Patton, and Derek Gore. At wide receiver, we have Terry McLaurin, Diami Brown, Bryce Thurman, Jalen Sample, Jahan Dotson, who looked great, Byron Pringle from Kansas City, Marcus Kemp from Kansas City, and uh, a couple other scrubs. Uh, Curtis Samuel, scrub, no. <laughs> Curtis Samuel, Dax Maline. The guy who caught passes from Zach Wilson. And then at tight end, we have Logan Thomas back from injury, John Bates, Cole Turner, Curtis Hodgins, and Caden Smith. All right. So, I mean, thanks for the um, full-blown depth Full chart blown. there. <laughs> you got um, it. The real the real thing about the Washington Commanders this year is it's, it's new owners – New offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, and a new feel for this offense. And I think we got a glimpse of that this weekend with uh, the preseason game with Sam Howell playing in the first quarter. Threw a touchdown to John Dotson. Listen, for all of those people that did not listen to us last season about Sam Howell, you were about to understand why we said, take him. He is a sleeper. He is an underdog. Fifth round draft pick. All right. He can read a defense. He can escape a pocket with his legs. I am still trying to send offers for this guy. And I think it works out. Eric Bieniemy knows how to utilize his weapons and help his quarterback, protect his quarterback, get the ball out fast. I can see that happening a lot. I'm not worried about Jacoby Brissett. I think he's a handcuff. If you're in a super flex league, fine, go ahead. But he did not look good. He played very lousy in the preseason, but yet it's only preseason. Moving into the running back room, last year we saw Brian Robinson miss five games, obviously with the the shooting incident. It was a great storyline. He's currently listed as Dynasty running back 38. Guess who is in front of him, Tyler? Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson, running back 37. And if I have to make my choice out of these two guys for Dynasty, I'm going with Gibson. Yes, he's dealt with some injuries. He dealt with the Liz Frank injury, Brian Robinson back pretty damn good. But there's a downside to Robinson where he could get stuck 
with first and second down. <laughs> Six and, to eight points is yeah, literally the – it could only, be the average. He and only he averaged 3.8 yards per carry when he was healthy on the field, which makes me want the pass-catching role or what Antonio Gibson labeled it as the J.D. McKissick role from last year. I or the Jerick McKinnon role. From yeah, Kansas City there you go. Because what did Eric he do? D- what did he do in Memphis? What did Antonio Gibson do? He was a he, wide receiver. He was a wide receiver. He's more suited to be a pass catcher. And Eric Bieniemy wants to spread this ball around. The offensive line isn't that good. All right, we know this. I think yeah. they're going to dump down the ball a lot, especially with the injury uh, in the tight end scenario with Logan Thomas not being there. But I don't want to get put the cart before the horse. Chris Rodriguez, an optional depth piece that I would consider for a taxi slot. 24-year-old rookie. (laughs) Wow, 24-year-old rookie, six-round pick out of Kentucky. I think he has some potential. If anything were to happen to either Brian Robinson or Antonio Gibson, I think he would get some play time. So it's something to understand. The real story, though, is the the transition from a run-first team that we saw last year with Brian Robinson leading the helm to a pass first offense. Now that Sam Howell is the quarterback under the center, Terry McLaurin dynasty wide receiver 22. He finished his wide receiver 14 last year. I think he stays in that low end wide receiver one high wide receiver two range. No, he's, he's interesting because I feel like nobody wants him, right? but he's productive, right? Last three years, over a thousand yards. Only problem is, you know how we say touchdowns aren't a sticky stat? He's had five touchdowns over the last three seasons in a row. He's, he's DJ Moore, but cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, a couple spots cheaper maybe. <laughs> but I, I think as we see this offense start to develop more, we're going to see Jahan Dotson. He only played, uh, what, he missed like five or six games last Seven year. Seven touchdowns started yeah. off super hot super in the touchdown hot. department. Yeah, he's had two touchdowns in his first game played. I mean... And you know what? His his value shows that. Dynasty wide receiver 27, I'm willing to pay up for him. Yeah, I agree. I, I'll give a low end first. Like, if I'm a competing team, I'm, I'm going out and trying to buy Jahan Dotson. He's not going to be a wide receiver one, but he's a great wide receiver two, wide receiver three flex play if you're in deeper leagues. And I believe that his volume is going to continue to rise we always say it, but he is like a Tyler Lockett on the field, can play inside the slot, can play outside, can run the ball out of the backfield. They are creating plays for Jahan Dotson, similar to what they did for Tyree Kill in Kansas City. Go figure. Yeah, I mean, Jahan Dotson coming out of college, people thought he was just strictly a speed guy. And um, if you know the whole Penn State receiver route, they are very finesse route runners. They know yes. their route tree, their coach. That's what he their coach wants them to do. I mean, you listen to Matt Harmon talk about him because Matt Harmon is a massive fan of all Penn State receivers due to this because they know their route tree coming in. They know it early. And J- Jahan Dotson was one of those players, but he had the explosiveness. And Allen Robinson had the height, the big body, but Jahan Dotson had pretty much it all. And... and- um, like Deshaun Hamilton coming out of Penn State was the same way, just not as a, as explosive as an athlete and got hurt. So as long as Jahan Dotson can stay healthy, I think he this, I think he could be better than Terry McLaurin, even though Terry McLaurin's price is like spot on with Jahan Dotson right now. 
Yeah. I think you don't have to pay up for Terry McLaurin, and he's going to get more targets than Jahan Dotson. It's just production-wise. I think touchdowns Jahan Dotson will actually get. As you can see in the preseason, they target him in the red zone more. Yeah, I mean, and just just to note a couple of these wide receivers on this depth chart, I mean, you mentioned Byron Pringle. He is a depth piece, but he also is familiar with the Eric Bieniemy system. That was happening in Kansas City, so I like that transition over to Washington. If any of these guys go down, he could be an interesting pickup off the waiver wire midseason. And the other one, Diami Brown, field stretcher. He killed it in North Carolina with Sam Howell there. Just someone to keep an eye on. He's off of a lot of uh, radars. He's flying underneath. I, I like him as a as a long shot. Yeah, he's he's definitely a deep threat and somebody that um, I actually really liked his tape. I thought he was better than what his college production was. Yeah. Even though his college production was great. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a big field stretcher, and, and he can go up and get the ball. I, I like that. And uh, if they go into in a four wide receiver set, it's going to be interesting to see yeah, which, if he can come up with some of the uh, catches. Yeah, which due to the tight end position, I think there you're, we're going to see a lot of uh, you know three receiver set, maybe even flank uh, Antonio Gibson out at receiver a little more. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to be a little more interesting offense than they have been the past couple of years. And uh, speaking of... Hang on, wait. Before you, yeah, I think if you're rolling into the tight end section of this, I'm actually avoiding it. Oh, That's you were? Personally. Yes, I'm do avoiding that. it. Don't do that. Don't I'm, do that. I'm There's avoiding one it. little. All right. So look, uh, Logan I, Thomas is free, and I like. Him. I don't. I loved Logan Thomas when Logan Thomas was healthy. Yet he is still dealing with the the calf strain that he started that he missed three games to due to last year. So they added Caden Smith. In from the Giants, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a depth piece, all right? Don't go crazy about that. However, there is a sleeper on this roster in the tight end position, and his name's Cole Turner, all right? He is literally undrafted in dynasty rankings, not ranked. He was peppered in with targets in Nevada, all right? He's a fifth-round pick in the 2022 draft, His and receiving is his game. He's not a blocking tight end. And the one thing I like to pick up from these preseason games, Tyler, is not necessarily who made the play, but what the play was structured to do. Where were the where was the ball being targeted? Right to the tight end position. And John Bates couldn't catch crap. Uh, Sweeney couldn't catch crap. It's going to be Cole Turner catching passes in this offense. I think I want a piece of Cole Turner. And if you're in a league that has two slot, uh, two year slot taxi slots, pick Cole Turner up, throw him in your taxi slot because this team has no one at the tight end position outside of Logan Thomas that can play ball here. So, um, I'm sticking my flag in Cole Turner right now. All right, we're going to move on to a team that actually has a plethora of tight ends, but we just don't know who it's going to be. And we're going to go to Dallas, we're going to save your Giants a little bit later, but Dallas, very interesting, you know, they let. Kellen Moore, you know, go off to the L.A. Chargers, which he looks like he's going to completely change that offense around. Uh, let's start off at quarterback. Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush, Will Greer at running back. We have Tony Pollard, Rico Doddle, uh, Malik Davis, and Deuce Vaughn, who we talked about at wide receiver. Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks, and CeeDee Lamb. 
Uh, we have Simi Fihoko, Jalen Tolbert, and Kevante Turpin. And also we have, at tight end, Jake Ferguson, who I really like. Uh, mm-hmm. Luke Schoonmaker, I think that's how you pronounce it. Peyton Hendershot, who I also like a lot. And uh, and Scene. <laughs> so I don't think I don't think you really need to worry about anybody else. Um, it looks like the offensive line, you know, it looked like it was progressing better. They need Zach Martin to sign, and hopefully he signs soon because without him, uh, no, no, thank you for this offense. But tell me about this offense. I'm not a big fan, and that I guess it's just a personal opinion, and take it with a grain of salt because you are always supposed to make your own predictions. But I wasn't happy how sloppy the offense played last year. Um, particularly Dak Prescott. All right. He's dynasty QB 12. He finishes QB 18. I understand he missed five games with a fractured thumb, but most interceptions. Yes. 23 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. That is sloppy. And Tyler, I went out and traded Dak Prescott. You know who he is this past week. He's Matt Ryan. Uh... Remember Matt Ryan? He would have a massive year, 30 touchdowns, like 12 picks, and then the next year it'd be 20 touchdowns and yeah, like 18 picks. up and down. He is Matt down. Ryan. He is Matt Ryan. He's our new Matt Ryan. The running has gone away. Yeah. He's he's strictly passing, and now the offense is turning into run-first offense, which Matt Ryan, it turned into. He's got one solid, amazing wide receiver. This offense is Atlanta's offense when Matt Ryan was in his prime. I, I agree. I agree. And I'm out on Dak Prescott. I sold him. I sold him this week. I got a re- in return for Dak Prescott in a 2024 mid-second. I was light on stud receivers and needed running back depth. I traded him for Diggs, Stefan Diggs, and Antonio Gibson. And I'm all about it. If if you have Dak on your on your rosters, consider it. If you're not competing, why hold on to him? All right, he's 30 years old. He's signed until 2024, which is great. It looks like he's getting an ex- extension there. there Correct, but, but his progression has gone downhill. Not to, not to say like because of last year, but he was dealing with ever since that leg injury. You know when he when he broke his leg on national television. That was that was it. Like the rushing upside of Dak Prescott is now gone. Okay, he is going to look to throw the ball downfield, and defenses are waiting for it. All right. The one bright spot about this offense, beside outside of CeeDee Lamb, who's great, Tony Pollard. All right. He's averaging 5.2 yards Trade per him. carry. He is <laughs> up there. Dynasty running back 11. Tyler, Trade do you him. think we can wait until he's RB8? Nope. No. Him. Coming off uh, another foot injury. I mean, I mean, we could speaking... have an Austin Eckler type scenario with the. No. With he's minimal awesome depth behind him, the pass catching ability, and he's going to tote the rock at least two hundred and forty times. They're signing somebody else. I don't think it's, so. It's, the, it's going the depth to be chart a, behind him is deep. It's going to be a mistake if they let this guy take that many touches. He he can't do it. Like he will have three outstanding games to start, and then he's going to start breaking down. Like that. That's it. He's he's. A little smaller. I get he's like 200 pounds, 205. That's yeah, he's fine. Six foot, 206, I think. Yeah. And, and he's and he's fast as hell. Like, But he's coming off a foot injury, a major foot injury. And uh, all signs are pointing to him being healthy. My issue is he's a 26-year-old running back. He'll mm-hmm. be 26. and On a franchise coming, tag. Franchise tag. 
and he's you know coming into his free agency, and it's a running back. Like if you can get value for Tony Pollard, I threw him up in our league we're in, and there's a chance I actually might take a 25 first, and then like a lower end running back, like say um like a Brian Robinson, a more depth piece. Like mm-hmm. give me somebody who. I can just kind of get two years from that's a little younger and a first, which it may be future first, 24, 25 first. But yeah, just like with the running back market, the way it is, I'm 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 looking to kind of get out of there. He could be huge. And if I'm contending, it's a different story. Like two years of Tony Pollard, fine. Like I don't think they're going to refranchise Stagum. Hopefully they get a deal done where it's like two more years mm. and he gets paid up front. But I don't know. Like he didn't have many carries because Zeke, so the the trend the tire could still be there. But those tires, you know, he had a little bump in the road, and those tires need to get fixed. Yeah, but, not to mention like the the offense is changing slightly. We they lost Kellen Moore. We talked about that, and we 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 mentioned that the Cowboys love to run the ball. But all I keep hearing is that they're built to throw the ball more. All signs are showing they are going to throw it. They, you know they went out and they it. got another pass-catching tight end in Schoonmaker in the draft. They they went out and picked up Brandon Cooks and added him to the receiving love, room. Love, love that. that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know what? It just, it just puts almost a nail in the coffin for Michael Gallup because he's coming back from injury. And now he has to compete with Brandon Cooks to stay on the field, which I think Brandon Cooks is probably number two listed on the depth chart as number two. He should be, and he and he probably should be. He was a first round pick, twenty fourteen. Yeah, I get it. He's twenty nine years old. However, he's still going to get the job done, and I think it opens up the offense for Ceedee Lamb even more so than we saw last year. He finishes wide receiver five. I think he stays in that range listed as dynasty wide receiver four. Well, respectful, uh, respectfully so. Rather, I think you can only bet on maybe two of these guys for dynasty long-term CD lamb, obviously one of them. If you want to take a shot with Tony Pollard, if he's on your roster, you're keeping him. I, I mean, unless I you're not ref- competing, if I can refresh a little bit. I yeah. Would. I, I'm okay with the refresh. And, and that goes for any running back in dynasty that, you know, is, isn't, doesn't have a second to uh, co- contract out for them. You know, I, I ditched, me- I Give ditched Miles Walker Sanders a little straight bit. up for him. Oh, I like Ken that. Walker. I'd even take Zach Charbonnet and a Zach Charbonnet in a 2025 pick. first. Yeah, I'd do that. 100% I would. 100%. 110% I would. You're hitting refresh at running back, and you're getting a first. So I know, like, the thing is that draft pick value, honestly, by the time that 25 first is up on the clock, that value is probably exceeding Tony Pollard at that moment. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing with running backs. So I get you're kind of losing value to start, but that value is only going up. And you mentioned uh, the tight end room, Jake Ferguson. Love it. Love Jake Ferguson. He is the guy. He was always the guy, in my opinion. Um, I think Hendershot filled in nicely last year when he caught two touchdowns, undrafted free agent. for He's got a wide receiver body more than Hendershot does. So. Uh, I think Hendershot just knows how to run routes better in a nutshell, but I'm not really too concerned about these guys only for the simple fact that, you know, they have three viable wide receivers. They have a pass catcher in Tony Pollard in the running back. Um, 
Deuce What's Vaughn is going to catch Vaughn. some passes. Deuce Vaughn is going to catch some passes. He's going to play that uh, Tariq Cohen role. Oh, my it, God. It seems I, to be. Name he's, drop. He's the buy. <laughs> he is wait the a definitely couple, buy. Wait a couple weeks, though, because his price is definitely shot through the roof because, oh, man, like he looks. He's the great. smallest productive running back I've ever seen in my life. He's, he went to Kansas State where Darren Sproles went. Yeah. He he. Literally was right there with Darren Sproles records. If not, he broke them. Like this guy is super productive at Kansas State at his height and weight in a big conference. Like he is legit. Like people thought, oh, look at how small he is. This guy is hard to break. Like he's hard to take down. He his vision is great. He's hard to find. Yes. Like once he has the ball in his hands and he's behind the offensive lineman, you can't see him. Where and he's you're te- small enough where he could slip right by you and not even notice. And with his height and how low he can get, there's good chance you're getting calls for for targeting. You're getting helmet to helmet calls. Like this guy is going to be on the field just due to that. Like he's going to get some calls on his side just because of his stature. Because you can't tackle him. His tackle window is tiny. So I I really really like. He's a fun player to watch this year. Like that's all we said all offseason. His tape is great, and I like I was like if he's there in the late third, early fourth, I'm snagging him up because he's one of my favorite players to watch on tape. He was so fun to watch. He's lightning quick. Oh, he could so be fun. a quick flip for dynasty value. That's true. He's a running back, but he's also one of those running backs that he could be a Boston height, Scott for yes for years to come. Despite his height and stature, he could be a pass catching back that lasts very very long. Um. Let's go to the receivers a little more. Uh, Michael Gallup, like you said, I think he's going to be uh, like they're going to try to just get him short passes. I think his explosiveness won't come back right away. Hopefully it it does. Uh, Jalen Tolbert wasn't really on him last year. I think I'm not going to at all. But no, yeah, for, um, outside of C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Gallup, I'm off. Yeah, and Luke Schoonmaker, I think, was the biggest flop in this draft. A 25-year-old rookie tight end. Hey, remember Hayden Hurst, how we're all pumped for him, and he was a first-round pick? Mm-hmm. Luke Schoonmaker, despite him going to the Dallas Cowboys, I don't think is going to see the field much. He started off you know, with injuries in the in camps. Jake Ferguson has taken this role. He's a fourth-round pick. They really liked him when they picked him, and he is Dalton Schultz. That's yeah. who he is. He and is I mean, Dalton Schultz. We, we like Dalton Schultz in this offense when the offense was looking for Dalton Schultz. But if we go back and look at last year's uh, stats for the tight end position, there was about 75 targets total, team total, for for the tight end position. So even though he is promising Ferguson, even Schoonmaker behind him, I'm not investing much in the tight end room for the Dallas Cowboys due to the fact that the targets have not been there. Yeah, we're talking about Schoonmaker, but you know, there is something that is a smooth maker, and that is Manscaped. Manscaped. Makes you baby smooth. Just, ooh, so, so smooth. So skewn. So skewn. I may or may have not, you know, used it last night. And, you know, the fun thing is it's got an LED light on the on the lawnmower. So when there's not a light in some spots. So if you need to mow in the dark, you can. Hey, mowing in the dark, if you have not done it, is actually quite nice. Because there's nothing better than nighttime air. It just feels crisp. Sometimes you need that. And hey, when you're using that lawnmower 4.0 in darker spots, maybe you can kind of feel the light, crisp air in the, wherever you're doing it. Hey, take it outside if you want to. Don't don't tell neighbors I told you to do it. But if you want to go do that, easy cleanup, 
Man, we always mulch this read, don't we? Bio biodegradable, you know, all that stuff. That's where we're what we're talking about. Birds can use it for nests. Hey, we're just helping everything out. Manscaped, you go use code DHH and you can get twenty percent off at Manscaped. You can go check out their packages for your package. And also the weed whacker, which I use for my nose. They've got subscriptions where they can send you new blades every three months, every month if you need it. I have that because I have every three months I just get new blades for both the Weed Whacker and the lawnmower. It is great. You don't even need to think about it. They just end up in your mailbox. Boom. There they are. So use code DHH. Get 20% off anything at manscaped.com today. All right. Speaking of today, let's talk about your Giants, huh? Hey. Hey. You know, Daniel Jones, I actually traded for him in our listener league. You know, champion right here. I traded Russell Wilson. And Saquon, I'm sorry, James, we'll talk about him, okay. for Ramondre Stevenson and Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is uh, year two in this offense. I think he's in for a big year. He looks great. He looks comfortable. Uh, you can't really tell Daniel Jones anyways. He just kind of looks like he's there for business, either selling your insurance or just there to play football. But Daniel Jones at the helmet quarterback, he is the dude. He got paid. He's going to be the dude for a while. Tyrod behind him still. And uh, Tommy DeVito, what a name for a New York Giant player. <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito's son, if you all want to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's the quarterback's five foot even, about 360 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the penguin from Batman. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, okay, and that running back, as we talked about, Saquon Barkley, he's signed that one-year deal. It is not the franchise tag, so they can still do that, and it's only the first year. We'll see what happens with him. I hope Saquon gets a deal because he's very good, and he is the offense. Matt Burita, I think they will. Matt Breida, Gary Brightwell, Eric Gray, who I am a fan of, James Robinson, and jo uh, Joshua Corbin, who is a Florida State very high recruit guy who showed up this past weekend. Um and going to the receivers, Isaiah Hodgins, the guy they got from Buffalo that really produced at the end of the year. They got Darius Slayton, who they signed to a three-year deal last year, uh, or this year. Last year, this year, one of the two. This uh, year. Pa Paris Campbell, who they got from Indy, who signed a one-year deal. And uh, let's not forget, uh, the biggest thing, I think, John Michael Schmitz, Minnesota center. He should have been a first-round player. They got him the third. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about a new center that is one of the best centers in college football the past four years. This guy was elite, and they got him. So I just wanted to bring that in because it's U important. U of M guy, we saw him up here. This guy is eating just Minnesota food, hot dish like crazy. He's built <laughs> to last, and he's going to love it in New York because this guy does not give a damn. He plays angry. Like they just keep potato tot hot dish on on um, on the buffet line for him. Yes, they, they better. <laughs> like I think the biggest like this made me like the Giants more because if you're not if you're a U of M fan, this guy is like one of your favorite players to ever play for U of M. So you guys are very lucky. And speaking of a very productive guy in college last year, Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee, the speedster, mm -hmm. the the best receiver in college football. Uh, they got him in the third round. Sterling Shepard is back. Wandale. Wandale. Coming back from an ACL. And then we got Colin Johnson, everybody's favorite sleeper from 1,000 years ago. Cole Beasley, who's like 48 years old. David Sills, who is a West Virginia finest, I think. Or Cal. I think West Virginia, one of the two. Bryce Ford Wheaton, who, speaking of West Virginia, was the speedster, the tall guy 
that was undrafted that they signed. And Jameson Crowder, let's not forget, you know, all the slot receivers. We might as well just mention everybody. Wes Walker, uh, Julian Edelman. <laughs> yeah. just keep... uh, I mean, uh, all right, I'm going to stop no, you I'm there. Not, with I'm the... not done. Oh, not okay. Done. And going to tight end, Darren Waller, who is the big, big signing they brought in, the big trade, who is uncoverable. Uh, Daniel Bellinger, who was everybody's favorite rookie last year, including ours. Lawrence Cager, Tommy Sweeney, who's uh, Doug's favorite. And uh, we will end scene there. Yeah, I mean that was a lot to take in. And they've got a, they got depth. They like, have that's some one depth, thing. and I and I think the depth the the weakest links will be cut towards the end of training camp, especially in the slot receiver role. Um, I think Isaiah Hodgins he he played locked in. in. He's locked in. Wandale he's locked in. Paris Campbell he is locked in. Not playing the slot, FYI. Um, Sterling Crowder Shepard might be going to be staying there. I think Crowder, Beasley, Sills, Bryce Ford Wheaton, they're all chops, chop salad. They really are. Um, Bryce Ford Wheaton could be practice squad guy. Yeah. And so could David Sills. And that's where David Sills came from last year. So I'm not really concerned about that. Um, the whole thing about one Dolly Robinson, you know, he's still dealing with injury. He's got a lot of competition for his spot now. And I think the Giants want to make a push especially since, you know, Barkley's on uh, a one-year deal now. They just signed Daniel Jones. They have four years to get it together and get something done. And I think they, this offense picks up where they where they left off last year in a fighting technique. You know, this team only, they won majority of their games by one score or less, and they had min- minimal weapons. Now they add Darren Waller. I think the guys you want from this offense, really, obviously, Darren Waller, tight end 10 in Dynasty right now. Oh, he could be top three. Like he could he's easily to be targeted. top three. I have him marked down as a top five tight end uh, potentially. So I like that. Daniel Bellinger is not going anywhere. And pick him up, stash he has him. His eyes back. He has his eyes <laughs> back. Bad you know, injury. He, he had that, uh, what's that, the three stooges with the, with the oh, man, poking like... in the eyes. Like he like, got it really, not, really not bad. Game of Thrones year. bad. I mean, if you've seen Game yeah, of Thrones, no, no, the no, Viper no. gets destroyed by the mountain. And yeah, 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 yeah. No, not that no. bad, but not that bad. But I'm holding him and acquiring on the cheap for Daniel Bellinger. Um, Tom Sweeney, Tommy Sweeney is not it. Um, just by going off the preseason, like the guy dropped like three or four balls. He's a blocker. In, yeah, he's a blocking tight end and should be as such. However, the targets were going to the tight end. And we know we've heard things out of camp that they had to take Darren Waller out of the offense during training camp just so Daniel Jones can throw to some of the wide receivers. And as soon as he started doing that, we hear things about Jalen Hyatt popping off who, you know, third round pick. And let's just put it out there, Tyler, you were not a big fan in the offseason, but you are starting to come around on it. He's a field stretcher. Okay, he knows how to run routes. He's quick, shifty. He's, He's so not a great blocker, fast. but will be on the field, no doubt, in def- definitely in three wide receiver sets. Um, and he's a Blitnikoff winner. You know, there's a reason why this guy. Hey, James Washington was too, but he didn't oh, turn out to be well, anything. But hey, James but Washington... yeah, James Washington never had a five touchdown game on six Jam- receptions. James Washington is also not running 24 miles an hour on a practice field. Like exactly, Jalen Hyatt is like James. We're talking Jameson Williams. You can get a cheaper version of that who's going to be playing more mm-hmm. earlier 
than Jameson Williams. That's probably around cheaper. You can get him for a, a future second when Jameson Williams still probably costs you a first. And I think one dollar Robinson, his value has dipped, died, died, really just fell one off. Died, He's only 22 eh? years old. <laughs> He's still dealing with a lot of injury, but he could be electric when the ball's in his hands. And that's what I'm waiting for. You know, we yeah. wait for these players like Jahan Dobson. Um, and as soon as they touch the ball, you see it. You can see the difference that he is one of the best on the field. I think they brought in a bunch of competition because they don't know when he's coming back. Um, but when he does, he will definitely start to to steal the show again in the wide receiver room, and I'll be here to see it, and that's when I'll sell. Yeah, Sterling Shepard, I think, is an afterthought. I think the guys you want to go for are Hyatt because his price is still reasonable. Hyatt, Hodgins, Hyatt, and Robinson. Hodgins is a very and cheap Paris option. Campbell, too. I'm One-year deal, I Paris Campbell. It. I can't do it. You're you not going to hurt me again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you're not paying as much as you did when he was drafted. All right? Let's be honest about that. Yeah. And reports out of camp is he is really getting along with Daniel Jones. So I, I like he, it. Everybody gets it. along with that guy. Like, yeah. I mean, Daniel Jones just he, he doesn't like talk. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, what's up? He's Eli Manning. He's a turkey sandwich on rye with nothing on it. Just like turkey the, and bread. The best part is is when he got drafted, it's like the, he's the guy that plays Eli Manning in a film in a film about Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> like that's who he is. And that's a perfect replacement and a perfect guy. He's the guy playing the guy. Yeah, I'm the dude playing the dude that's yeah. playing the dude. <laughs> exactly. I just watched that movie. So I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I think this offense is perfect to go for cheap options. Waller, I don't think anybody wants to touch, even though the writing's there for him to have a massive ceiling. I got, I, I know you're not going to like this trade. I traded Anthony Richardson in this offseason for CJ Stroud, Darren Waller, and Hopkins. I like, like that. And I'm I'm a win now. Win now. Yep. So it was like I I. I had nobody at tight end. I had Kate on. So I'm like, I need this player at tight end. And this was, I think, even before he got traded. So I was like, okay, Waller, we're good here. And, and Hopkins, you know, he this was before he went to Tennessee. And C.J. Stroud, I don't think, was too far in my books away from Richardson. There was the big three for sure at quarterback. But, man, this offense I love for cheap options. I think Isaiah Hodgins is the big one for me. Um, I He opened my eyes in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. When there was preseason, he had massive preseasons. Big, tall guy, good route runner, uh, great hands, can high point the ball. And I just think he needed an opportunity, and he got it. And Dabble, Dabble pretty much snagged him up and said, here, here's our opportunity, showed us. I, I think he has an opportunity to be the wide receiver one in this offense. Yeah. Other than uh, Waller. I don't, Waller's I don't getting doubt a ton it. Waller of is going to be the receiving um Guru 150 targets is yeah. realistic for Waller. Like, oh, yeah. That's, that's realistic. I, I hope he's healthy, and I hope he stays healthy, and I hope my Giants make it back to the playoffs, which they should. Quick note on one of the running backs in the backfield, in the depth chart, rather. Eric Gray, it's going to be between him and Brightwell, who's on the bubble to be cut. I think Brightwell's going to get cut. They I think Brightwell might round. get cut. He's a little bit older. Eric Gray, he's a fifth-round pick. Um. It's okay if you need to drop him to pick somebody else up. That's I, I actually like Eric Gray a lot. I liked him too. I liked his film. But now that they, that Saquon is back, at least for this season, we know that we're not going to see a lot of Eric Gray. So I'm okay. Like, hey, if you want to drop Eric Gray and try to acquire Evan Hole, do it. 
Yeah, I, I think both Evan Hall and Eric Gray are great holds. Um, yeah. If you have Matt Breida, I think you're safe to drop him personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they know who he is. He'll come in for a couple couple runs to give Barkley a break. But yeah, Barkley, um, right now, I think his price is reasonable. He's a hold. You can't really trade him because he's more important on your roster if you have him. He needs he needs another contract if you if you're going to try yes. to trade away Saquon Barkley. You can't go and trade away a player on a one year deal um, that you know he had bad contract negotiations, turned down a long term deal. It just doesn't work. You know he's going to have to prove it again to you that he can be a top five uh, running back. I think he's a guy that lasts too. He's he's a different like he's, he's a elite. different he's a different yeah breed, like Zeke dude. like he yeah. Could pl- Honestly, I think Barkley, because Barkley came out at, at a later age than Zeke. People forget Zeke was like 19 when he stepped on the NFL field. He's super mm-hmm. young. But Barkley, he's a little older, but I think he could last you know, until he's 29. And He's still got get, another contract left yes. in him, and he knows I, that. I That's why he was holding Yeah, I bit. agree. So I, I do like this offense. Um, one last player I want to talk about is uh, Daniel Jones. Let's go back to him. Okay. Uh, where let's kind of go quarterbacks around him. I think mm-hmm. you'd rather have him over Kirk Cousins. Mm, yes, because of the age, age and the rushing upside and contract. I mean, Daniel Jones is yeah. Safe. Uh, okay, now let's go to the player we already talked about, Dak Prescott. Give me Daniel Jones. Okay, I think I'm in the, actually in the same boat with uh, Prescott getting up there. You know, 30 years old. I know it's not big, but Daniel Jones gives you the rushing. Um, Let's see, yeah, and and he's and he's valued like 10, 6, 7 spots under Dak yeah. Prescott, which is you know it's it's nice. At so price. like if you wanted to trade Dak Prescott and you get Daniel Jones and a second, would you do that? Yeah, at I would. Price at price. Yep. Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones. Mm, that's a little tougher. <laughs> Age price. is a little close. At price, give me Deshaun Watson. Okay, I think Watson is going to be a riser yes. for sure. And honestly, Daniel Jones could be too. I think if he produces this year, I think we're going to kind of be like, okay, like we'll we'll, we'll see. Here's the, here's the problem with the dynasty um, ADP right now. We have all the young guys obviously going ahead of Daniel Jones, which you know by the end of the season it could be flip flopped. We have Anthony Richardson, uh, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, all three of them ahead of Daniel Jones. Which don't forget, Daniel Jones was a first round pick. Six and he's, Yeah, and he's sitting at QB sixteen right now in Dynasty. I have a feeling that he can move up. Dak Prescott could go down and he could be we could be looking at a Daniel Jones, possibly a QB eleven, QB twelve for Dynasty at the end of the season. Yep. All right. Now let's move to a team that has the Dynasty quarterback two, three. It doesn't matter where you have him, but he it's, is I think it's two. He is elite, and this is the NFC champions, and it is the Philadelphia Eagles. That is right. They came back, Nick Sirianni, after pretty much being the laughingstock of the NFL one year. He comes in and shows everybody he's one of the better coaches of the NFL. Um, let's go over their depth chart, which is elite. Like It's changed. <laughs> top, top to down, uh, top, you know, top to bottom, just elite. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Marcus Mariota, quitter, at second quarterback, and Tanner McKee. Uh, DeAndre Swift at running back, Kenneth Gainwell, I love. Rashad Penny, Boston Scott, Trey Sermon. Kennedy Look good Brooks. in preseason, Trey Sermon. 
at wide receiver, we have A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Alameda Zacchaeus, Greg Ward, uh, Quez Watkins. We have Joseph Nada, the Clemson superstar that didn't. He kind of fizzled. Uh, Jalen Hazelwood, who was a Oklahoma five-star recruit that fizzled. And Tyreek Cleveland, who had a great game this week. That's the only reason why I mentioned him. Better than that, it doesn't matter. Um, and at tight end, we have Dallas Goddard, who is just just playing around with a very high-tier tight end, just never seems to be there. Uh, Jack Stoll, Grant Calcaterra. Blocker. Dan Arnold, Tyree Jackson, and Brady Russell. Yeah. Um, I think Jack Stoll, Grant Calcaterra, Dan Arnold, and Russell, I mean, you could just write them off. I'm not really interested in any of them. And to be honest, I'm not really interested in Dallas Goddard. And he's dynasty tight end six right now. I think it's time to start selling. He's 28 years old. He did get a big contract. He got a big contract. We were expecting him to come off the injury last year and dominate, which he finished his tight end 12, missing five games. He did have more target percentage than he did years prior, and he could bounce back, but I'm not taking that risk. I If if you can get, because, you know, he finished tight end 12. He's not going to finish as a top three tight end. Those days for Dallas Goddard are over because they have someone called A.J. Brown in the offense. Uh, it just doesn't happen. You can't have two top, top 12 wide receivers and have a top five tight end it just does not happen I think Dallas Goddard's targets are going to go down especially with the addition of DeAndre Swift in the offense they want to pass him the ball they want to get Swift the ball in space so I think Dallas Goddard gets the knock for me and I'm selling right now if if he's worth a a 2024 first and say Chigaconqua I'm taking Chigaconqua in the first for, I for mean, Dallas I would I would love to do that because I mean, imagine if that first turn like I'd do a first, and then he t- and then the first turns into Brock Bowers next yes, year, yes, hundred percent, which is an elite tight end. Like that's what we're talking about. So yeah, I I even if I got the twenty four, you like first, the, you like my uh, feeling on that? That's like twenty four like first idea. and Jake Ferguson, I would do because yeah. Jake Ferguson is going to be right in that same realm where Dallas Goddard is, just because he's going to be get more targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I I agree with that tight end room. Uh, no, Jalen Hurts, you said quarterback two. Tell us why. Uh, I'm okay with it. He's definitely in the top three. Uh, DFL has him as QB two. And I, I, I don't think he's done yet, Tyler. Like, uh, he's shown everybody he now. I, don't, I, I, th- I think he is elite with a capital E. I think he should be right up there with the Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen talk. Not just because of the guys in the locker room around him, which he has a vast array of weaponry that he can pass the ball off to. It's the simple fact that he's dedicated to his craft. All right. And it goes, and you have to read tea leaves in the off season. And I know we don't have much to go off of. However, Oh, he was asked to be on the quarterback show. No, thank you. I'm focused on my, my which craft. is ridiculous. Pat right. Mahomes did it, and he won the championship. Like, yeah, but that's okay. You can see the dedication for Jalen Hurts, constantly wanting to get better at what he does best. All right, he gets mad when he when he lost the Super Bowl. He got mad. Well, guess what? He's back out there working at it hard. He has the rushing upside, which is great. And they went out and got Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift, 
Now, Penny, he looked kind of bad in between the tackles last night. I'm not going to lie about that or the preseason game that he was in. Swift, he started off at the top of the depth chart, but we know he's going to be a more of a passing target than a handoff guy. False. Yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell did not play because oh, they Kenneth Gainwell's ahead of him on the they depth chart. They have him up top, which, hey, Kenneth Gainwell is one of my darlings. I He had him at running back three the year he came out. Yeah. Watch out for Kenneth Gainwell, who is one of my buys. He could be offense. a sneaky. He could be a sneaky one. But the whole point, just to get just to go full circle around Jalen Hurts, is that he has the weapons around him. He knows how to read a defense. He's gotten smart with his decisions on the football. Um, I can see him staying in the top five quarterbacks for at least three to four more years. Um, so if you have him on your roster, enjoy him. Don't get rid of him. I've had multiple offers that I have just turned yeah. down and said, no, this is a guy that I scouted that everybody had doubts on that. We got him cheaper in rookie drafts in the second round. And now I'm, I'm just running straight to the bank. I'm holding, I'm holding, I'm holding, do not cash in. And if you, and if for some reason you do get the obscene offer of two Trevor firsts and, first. and Kyler Murray or something like that, then, then yeah, go for it. Um, you can cash in at that price tag, but right now he's pretty much untouchable in in all dynasty formats yeah i agree i actually had a chance to trade for him before stop, stop agreeing with me all before time. well I, <laughs> I i think he's one of my biggest regrets because the whole the eagles had three first round picks or something like that where mm -hmm. they could trade up to get one of the big quarterbacks was my issue so i actually did not have him included in the trade where he was included before his big season and that is one of my bigger regrets we all have them hey we all miss. Could Just, you imagine like that last season, last off season, um, going like trading Trevor Lawrence and a first and like, I don't know, Trevor Lawrence and you'd probably get a first and Jalen hurts. Yeah, that was reasonable. Like that was a big, that was and happening people, last year. People would laugh at you. People yeah, would yeah. laugh at you for trading for Jalen hurts. Oh man. I mean, Trevor Lawrence's value was very low as well. Thanks. Thanks, Urban Meyer. Yeah. But yeah, going over to the running backs, we already kind of, you know, we talked about it briefly. I think Swift is the most expensive, which for me is the sell. Uh, for Also the buy, I already said Gainwell. I think he is very obtainable. You can what get are we doing a, with a Rashad Penny? I'm not touching him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the guy, we all know what's going to happen. He's going to have like two big games and then mm -hmm. get hurt. And the, the injury is going to linger for the whole season. And I mean, that could even happen to Swift. That's what yeah, we keep seeing. They're both Swift. on one year deals. Yep. So for me, K Kenneth Gainwell is the, the big, big winner here. He did not play last night, which shows me they want to save him. And uh, I love that. But the biggest thing is two stud receivers. Yeah. AJ two Brown. Receivers in the top nine. Dev Devonta Smith, AJ Brown. Now, my question I want to throw to you. Sure. AJ Brown, he's getting, you know, he's going to be 27. Devonta Smith is this guy that everybody thinks is just a number two receiver. Is there a day that happens when Devonta Smith takes over the wide receiver one for this team? No. No, there isn't. There is a Not day where Devonta Smith like, gets no, traded to another team and leads that team as the wide receiver one. 
I don't think it happens. I think the relationship with AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts is going to be consistent. There is no way he's leaving this team. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way. And just by the 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 elite level of talent with AJ Brown, there's no way that they're getting at like getting rid of that duo. It's going to be like a Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers um timeline where these guys could stick together for a really really long time at least the next three years he's only 26 as you mentioned he'll be 27 when the season starts um but Devonte smith he has a lot of potential all right 95 receptions off 136 targets that could go up he's broken over 1100 yards both years and i don't like him as much as a wide receiver one for my fantasy teams that he's not the guy that I'm going out there looking to be a wide receiver one. But if by chance you can get him and he, he is a solid, solid number one of two. the best number twos. You can yes. Have. I mean, Devonte Smith or T Higgins, we uh, can have that debate. Yeah. They're right there next to each other. And honestly, I think I'd take Smith. I think I might take Smith as well. Um, and he's only 24. He's entering his third season. He's only got what? Two years left on his contract that he's not leaving. There's, I know they paid. They have to figure they, out a way yep. to keep AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Hurts on the field. I think they they started it by not re-signing Miles Sanders to a big contract, bringing in Swift, bringing in Penny on one-year deals. Um, Dallas Goddard, he's under contract for a while, so they the, they have Kelsey who right will be there. gone. Kelsey yeah. will be gone. They got a center that they drafted to take over, like. This is what the Eagles are doing. They, they have are, people behind these veterans. Yes. So when they have to sign guys like Smith, they can let these younger players come in that have been like what we should be doing for quarterbacks and and all these positions that matter. Like draft a quarterback a couple years early, let them learn, then let them play instead of like throwing Sam them Howell. in the fire. Like Jordan that's, what the, that's what the Eagles are doing for offensive line and defensive line. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, they got Carter once – Cox is done. Like Carter's coming in. Boom. They got like, they upgraded. (laughs) It's crazy. Like their front office is so good. Now I do want to throw one more thing at you. The Eagles, they were the best running team pretty much last year. They scored the most rushing touchdowns. Uh, Sanders had a huge year. What if they just throw? Cause you know what? The NFL is more of a, I, I see as usually offenses like to change up a bit. Like they don't like to be predictable. What if the Eagles are like, we're throwing. We are throwing 500, 600 times this year, and we're letting Jalen Hurts cook. We're going to get him the MVP. He's going to be Pat Mahomes. Then we got two, like, these two receivers are going nuts. They could be top five. They could be Larry Fitzgerald and Quan Bolden style productive. That's what we could be looking here. And I'm I, all for I think, it. I think if they, if they do that and they let him throw, say, 100 times more than they did last year, He had 460 attempts last year, completed 306 of them, over 3,700 yards. He had six touchdowns. Oh, sorry, 22 touchdowns in the air and only six interceptions, but he had 13 rushing touchdowns. So if they do do that, Tyler, (laughs) and even say if it's like 80 more attempts through the air, I don't see the rushing going down for Jalen Hurts. So you always have that solid rushing floor that he's going to get at least 500 yards and 10 touchdowns on the ground. I like the fact if they did that, he's he's going to be QB1. 
So I don't see another way. He's got two great wide receivers that no other team in the NFL has outside of the Bengals with with um, Higgins and Chase Higgins and Chase or Vikings with Addison. Right. Well, I mean, Addison, I'd rather have Devontae Smith over Addison. Yeah, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100 (laughs) percent. Yeah. And I I mean, hey, if if you listen to his into Tyler's advice and traded C.D. Lamb two years ago, for a first and Devonte Smith, you, you you made out on the deal. Um, but I, 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 I don't see I it changing. Sometimes. I don't see this offense really changing too much. I think they stay in the first position in the NFC East and possibly the NFC overall. But the thing is, is these guys ran the crap out of the ball the second half. They played defense and like they scored quick and often first half. Second half, they didn't have to do anything, so they ran. What if, just what if, this defense kind of takes a step back? They're getting a little older. Their middle linebackers are completely new, mm-hmm. even though they're still very good. You know, they have. They I have think it's Miles just Jack. more points on the fantasy scoreboard for everybody involved. Like Im- immediately, Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, Devon, I think it's Devon great. Smith could have an even bigger year. Oh uh, yeah, AJ Brown. We if, could be talking about like wide receiver one and wide receiver five. Yeah. That's what I mean. And Dallas Goddard, I know you and I are both agreeing again. Yeah. Where we're going to stop doing that. I know we usually don't. And I don't know what it is. Maybe, you know, you're just like, ah, yeah, James did his homework this week. I'll just agree with him. Well, you are the (laughs) connoisseur of the the, the NFC East East connoisseur. So uh, behind uh, one last thing behind in the wide receivers, uh, Zacchaeus, he signed a one year deal. No, like he could, he's going to have a couple big games here and there where it's like, oh my God, he scored a six yard touchdown. Yeah. Between him, Quez Watkins and, and Greg Ward. I mean, you can roll the dice I, more so for DFS than anything else. I'm not really interested in any of those three for dynasty purposes. Yeah. Well, Hey James, we did it. Hey. We're done with, we're done with the previews. We are finished. Divisional did, dump down. Next we week. <laughs> Divisional dump. Divisional dumps. <laughs> Uh, with so Tyler yeah, and James next week, we are planning on doing a rookie redraft end of season with all this stuff behind us. There'll be some preseason games that ended. So maybe there's some hype pieces. Maybe Zach Charbonnet comes in. Oh, yeah. Who I'm drafting him running back at one overall. Yeah. So that's we what we are doing next week. We're going to have a little fun again now that the divisional breakdowns are done. Hopefully you enjoyed them. And if you missed any, go back and re-listen because they are pretty much the same. We we talked them over. And uh, I don't think much has changed in the yeah, offseason. No, I mean, this is the information that you want going into the last couple weeks in August. Yeah. Um, it's trade season in Dynasty. If you yes. can get something done, get on the wire, start putting players up for sale, and go out and try to make some deals done. Like, I wasn't even looking to get that DAC deal done. I knew who was sitting on my roster. I wanted to offload him. James I needed, always looks at DAC, though. I, I need some. <laughs> I needed some other pieces start looking at your rosters you know it was quiet like a month ago no one was making any moves but now that training camp is in full force and we had our first round of preseason games there's going to be a lot of up and down hype capitalize on it that's how you play the game of dynasty 100 percent. and also what you can capitalize on when you're making these trades is going to dynasty nerd nerds and using code dhh and you get 15 percent off a subscription you can use their GM tool. They have a trade calculator right in there after you integrate all your leagues from Sleeper and MFL. You have a trade calculator right there. It helps you out with your trades. I've used it a bunch. You get to see how your teams are kind of at. 
before the season seeing what you need wide receivers tight ends you can just click on the position and it shows up it is a great tool and it's worth every penny so once again go to dynastynerds.com code dhh and get 15 percent off a subscription and also as you can see i'm wearing a sweatshirt it's getting a little cooler over here in minnesota you can go get a sweatshirt even a t-shirt if you're living in warmer states where you're frying <laughs> and go to verdianglobal.com get yourself a dynasty happy hour t-shirt other than that james anything else no i think that's it tyler we covered it great episode uh great to uh wrap up the divisional dumps yes my back my back hurts i've been carrying doug through this whole entire damn time so <laughs> we will have doug hey, back i think week. you upped your uh, to be honest you upped your hosting game this week this year uh you i know you don't like to do it but you took the the bull by the horns man you really you really upped your game in the hosting yep. department i need, a, Watch I need out, that doug. picture i need that picture uh, and dodgeball that's me grabbing the bull by the horn yeah yeah, but uh, anyways, dodge a wrench. Yeah, listen to DHH. So here we are. We will see you guys next week, and you can listen to us next week. See, listen, YouTube once again uh, at Dynasty Happy Hour. See ya later.